Welcome to the summer edition of the Sprint Success with Design Thinking podcast. How do you navigate change? It's a question we think about often and one that today's world expects us to be comfortable with. The challenge, however, is where do you begin and how do you develop the mindset and skill set to be successful? Welcome everyone to the Sprint to Success with Design Thinking podcast. I'm your host, Saba Kidwai. Join me each week as I share the stories and strategies from the world's leading researchers and practitioners about why they believe the answer lies in practicing design thinking. So one of the things I like to do is start with where people are comfortable. A lot of times, you know, people have books that they've published, they have articles that they've published, they have all of these incredible pieces of work. And a lot of times, you know how content is, you know, you publish an article and it goes to like a very select group of people or you publish a book and like not everybody has exposure. Um, And so one of the things that I like to do is start with like, okay, what have you already created? Because that gives us a baseline of what you're passionate about, what you can already speak to and what you're going to be comfortable speaking to. And from there, a lot of times, you know, it's so interesting and such a good reminder to all of us that what's easy for some people is really, really challenging for other people. Um, So just I think having, again, that lens of empathy is really important because for some people just being like, oh, yeah, just go record yourself and just go say this and just jump on a video is a really, really, really daunting task for so many. So sometimes what we'll do is like kind of assess like where are people comfortable and what might that scaffolding look like? So it might start with how to create an image from about a quote from your book, and then maybe go on and say something for 10 seconds that provides context. Because one of the things that we talk about is the relationship between the impact that you wanna make with the work and the content you're creating and how you might do that through different platforms and through different methods. And so that's sort of like one of the first places I like to start. Um, And then from there, giving people like really tangible strategies, create a story around this. Let's do four stories, 15 seconds each, and let's put them on this platform, this platform, this platform, and then let's reassess. Let's try that out for a little while and then kind of go from there. But a lot of it, like I said, just to kind of sum up, it's really about taking their core values and things that they're hoping to do and achieve and then showing them how there are other avenues for doing that exact work. I love that. And so basically the tips from what you just said for anyone out there that's just like, I'm stuck. I'm just not sure where to go, how to tell my story. And I think some people think their story may be inferior. Like, why would someone care? Why would someone want to know? What do you tell different leaders and people that you talk to that are like, well, my, you know, background isn't that interesting. You know, my childhood wasn't you know, wild with all sorts of things happening. How do you help people be like, you know what, your story does matter and can really help people connect with you? So one of the first things I'll always try to do is myself find a piece of content that really, um, that that they've created. A lot of times people also, it's really fascinating. You know, we've all experienced this as well when we put something out to us, it's really no big deal. It's how we think it's how we process. Like we just wrote that, you know, like no big deal, but to somebody else it's life changing. And I think reminding people like sometimes like 
people like, and I've seen like really big authors, like really, really big authors be like, oh, really? Like, I can't believe you read that. Or wow, I can't believe you remember that. Um, it, it's it's shocking to people like sometimes. So sometimes really helping people see the value sometimes in the work that they're producing is a really, really important first step. And then sometimes it's honestly even something as much as like, here, I'll create one for you. You know, let's tag team this. I'll create this part. You create another part. I was actually just working with somebody the other day and they had published an article back in 2007. And it was around this idea of trust and vulnerability. And they had done such a beautiful job of breaking down the word trust into four elements. And they had this beautiful like periodic table that the yeah. element like images that are like that. They basically took each of those four areas that they had broken down and created this graphic that made it look like the four elements of trust. And I was like, you realize you could screenshot that and do a 15 second on each one and you're done. And they were like, really? And I was like, yes, like this is an amazing article. Yes, it's 2007. But it's so interesting how a lot of the work um, that people have been publishing over the last decade is so relevant today and sometimes really needed today as well. So sometimes also ideas that are older to us um, are really, really new to a lot of people, especially right now. I think that's so key. I love the last part that you said, older ideas to us may be new um, and different to other people because content creation is a struggle for, for many of us um, across the board, whether you're a social media marketer or anything else and, and when you're trying to grow your leadership. And so taking a look back at the content that you've already created and maybe livening it up a little bit, refreshing it um, and you know putting it back out there and taking things that are still evergreen and relevant right now is huge. Huge. Like, I love that. And I think people are like, I have to create more and more new content all the time. You don't necessarily have to. Maybe you can find some content that you've already done and go deeper into it. Take a deep dive into it that you Absolutely. haven't gone when I first started keynoting a couple of years ago, I used to study keynote speakers, like all of my favorite ones. I would watch their every YouTube video. I would read their every article and I would like just try to learn like strategies from people that like I admired. And the one thing I realized over and over and over, and you'll realize it, like if you haven't realized it before, like now you will, people say the same thing over and over and over and over. They maybe have two or three versions of it based on if it's like, like for example, like Guy Kawasaki is like my idol for like keynote speaking and just like speaking and writing in general. He has like three versions. He's got like the business version, he's got the education version, and then he's got like one more that he can like kind of adapt. But it's this almost like a very similar message all the time. But if he, can you imagine if he was like, oh, I gave that talk so many times, who needs it now? Like, no, there's still so many people that like need to hear that message now. And so you never know when an idea is going to resonate with someone. I think it takes a long time when you're in our kind of roles and you're, especially when you're talking around anything change related or new related, I feel like it takes years sometimes for a message to come across. And so that consistency, I think is really, really important. Not, I think sometimes, you know, it's interesting saying this out loud. A lot of times when we hear you've got to be consistent with content, we think yeah. it has to be new content that we're constantly producing. But I don't think that's the case. I think it's be consistent with your message that you're trying to get across and how many different ways maybe can you say it or show it. And that's, I think, what helps people. It's your turn to join the conversation by sharing what you enjoyed or what questions you still have. In a world where time and attention are so valuable, thank you for choosing to listen and for being a part of our Sprint to Success with Design Thinking community. 